What's going on, guys? Welcome to Serendipity, Season 2, Episode 6. Want to talk to him about what we're going to discuss today, Oak? Yes, sir. We're going to talk about the importance of pouring some good concrete and your circle of influence and how it affects your life. Yes, sir. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Serendipity with Inky Johnson, as well as on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Be sure to comment, subscribe, like, share. We greatly appreciate your support. Enjoy the show. Peace. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast, man. Thank you so much for your time. Episode six of season two. I'm Ink. I'm Oak. And man, we just finna have a great time, man. We greatly appreciate it. Oak, I got a question for you, though, man. We're gonna get right into it. We're gonna get right into it. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get right into it, man. Get right to it. How important is it? Because people often talk about this, but I think it gets breezed over, right? How important is it to have good people around you, right? Or just being surrounded by good people? Um, man, of course it's important, right? Right. But I, I want to hopefully articulate um, just how vital it is um, to have good people around you on both ends, like how it benefits you right. and how it benefits them. But most importantly, when you got good people around you, you know, I think somewhere in the book that, that we subscribe to, mm-hmm. it says, um, you know, one or two gather in my name, I shall exist among you. Absolutely. Right. So what that, I take that to mean when folks can get on one accord, they, they have um, the same vision. Mm-hmm. I know your heart. You know my heart. You know my intentions. I know your intentions. Then from there, then, you know, the universe takes takes over. Absolutely. And, and, and go where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I've had like real life experiences. Yeah. Um, I was uh, the head coach at Forest Park High School. And wonderful. Thank God for that opportunity. Thank God for uh, Coach Cole for, you know, believing in me enough to allow me to be the head coach. I was young, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, we didn't have a lot of support or a lot of people around us. We did have the support of a lot of, you know, some of the staff and whatnot. Um, but Coach Jones, Kawanis Jones, my guy, he was my guy, you know, sort of like my relationship with you. No doubt. And it was it was us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and because he believed in me, I believed in him. That side of it worked, but right. there was no one else that I could lean on in terms of being my elder. Like I was eldering him, but mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily have an elder in that moment in that space. Got right? you. Yeah. Um, and so it didn't necessarily turn out to be most advantageous for me personally. Gotcha. It turned out to be way advantageous for me spiritually, though. Hmm. Right? Yeah. The lessons that I learned, the relationships that were forged, those young men who gave their heart to football and to me, I, yeah. you know, I'm forever grateful. You no know, the no Chad Ivers of the world, uh, the, the Timbo Coles of the world, them cats, you know, just shouting them out, really shouting out all of you guys, man. Um, I appreciate them. Yeah. But, to your question, 
I, I know it could have been different because I got fired from Forest Park. Mm-hmm. Wonderful experience. Thank yeah. God for getting fired. Nah, you know Thank we ain't about to God run by that. Get fired. Most people ain't gonna say thank Mom God for getting fired. It. Yeah, thank but tell God tell me why 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 you thank God for getting fired? Because I it, that wasn't that wasn't the path mm. that I was supposed to be on. Yeah, get fired from Forest Park, and then my college roommate, uh, Rodney Hackney. Yeah, the Hack. great Rodney Hack. Hackney. Yep. When I say the great Rodney Hackney, <laughs> high school Georgia yep. coaching football. The great Rodney Hackney. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I was able to join his staff. You know, he reached out, hey, man, come on, come with me. Come with me mm-hmm. over in North Clayton. Yeah. And all of the fellas, when I say fellas, I'm talking about the coaching staff, right? We we were literally, we are literally a family. Mm. It was enjoyable. Like, my wife was like, at the time, my ex-wife was like, where are you going now? I'm going to North Clayton. Yeah. Like, I just, we were just meeting and it wasn't like meeting it was just yeah camaraderie no doubt know, like we were talking about and so we went on at north clayton and had uh, a successful tenure there mm-hmm. but i will always remember the camaraderie and the way in which we just we knew each other's strengths we mm-hmm. knew each other's weaknesses there was no no egos involved it was no inge- agendas involved no doubt so when you surround yourself with good people, the chemistry naturally happens. And what it really does, what, when you surround yourself with good people and be intentional about that, mm-hmm. then you allow the universe to do its work. No doubt. I got you. So the universe is not going to get in front of you. So if you want to go down this route of BSery and, you know, not what god intended for you absolutely you can go nobody's gonna stop you mm-hmm. but when you surround yourself with good people then you allow the universe to do its work right and there's nothing greater nothing more divine than the universe intervening on your behalf absolutely right yeah so then come to uh i don't mean to talk. i be feeling like i be talking too much man, man speak your mind man, man. Speaking so um, I uh, had the opportunity to go to Crawford Long yeah. Middle School, right? Yeah. Shout out, CWL Tigers, um, about to play for a ch- fourth championship. Um, but anyway. You about to play for what? What number championship? Fourth. Okay. All right. That's right. 29 and 0. There it is. That, hey, that's all I wanted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all I was waiting on you to let them know. You know what I'm saying? 29 and 0. Let them know, hey, man. Brandon Simpson, Robert Prino. coming, man. All Come day, on, all day. Man. My guys for sure. Yes, sir. You know, for, uh, you know, this this crew, just like the ones before, these just some dedicated young fellas um, put their heart in it. Mm-hmm. But I, I got it. I, I got it really um, in serious. Serious business, say uh, Brandon Simpson and Robert Brennan are some excellent, excellent coaches. No doubt. But as men, yeah. A1. Solid. And that's what we're saying in terms of surrounding yourself with good people. Absolutely. Man, them yeah. cats can, can, you know, they can ask me for anything. I, I'm, I'm trying to get it mm. because they A1. Yeah. And the places and times where I was less than my best, they're right there with me. In times where they were less than their best, I'm right there. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And so going to Crawford Long, I'm sorry. Um and I was surrounded and we surrounded ourselves, had a pack of men, educators, mm-hmm. who 
you know, we were dedicated to upholding each other and upholding the, you know, the tradition of teaching young folks yeah. on the south side of Atlanta. And so I left there got the opportunity to become the principal at Gene Charles Young Middle School. All right. Wonderful experience again. Uh, it didn't turn out, it didn't end up the way technically is, uh, it, it was supposed to. I don't know right. whether it was supposed to or not, but it didn't end up where I was there. I had to resign. Right. Yet, even before then, when I left Crawford Long, the feeling was um, I left my folk mm. for the prestige of being a principal. If I had mm. to do it again, I'm choosing my folk. Mm. Yeah. That was my short-sightedness. Mm. I, need, I need to be with my folk. Right. We can go to hell or heaven. I don't care. If I'm with my folks, then we're going to be in heaven. Right. But right. the experience was necessary for right. you to look back to, and to say, be able to understand I need how, my folk. How important my folk, being with my folk yeah. is. Right. Right? So that's what I mean when I say it is vitally important to surround yourself with good people. Yes, sir. The result, the outcome is going to be divine and it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be beneficial. It's going to be fruitful. All of those things. If you with your people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's like if I say, hey, man, I got $10 million for you, mm -hmm. but you can't ever see your mama. You can't ever see you your auntie. You can right there. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You can stop I mean, right there. I, I'd no, rather I be broke it. with my folk. Believe that. Then, quote unquote, rich without them. Yeah. Because my wealth is in my people. Yeah. Man, you better go. Yeah. You always That's give me the talk, man. Go on, man. <laughs> you know, like, oh, the reason that I wanted to start it off and talk about good people, when you young, man, and people talk to you about the importance of people, or a cat might say something to the extent of, hey, man, the older you get, the fewer cats you're going to hang out with. Right. You know, you young, you're a teenager. Everybody, your best friend. Yeah. You got yeah. 30 best friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And my best friend. And my best friend. And I was with my uncle one day and he told me, say, hey, man, you know, when you get a, older, man, that number going to dwindle down. Like you're going to have a few cats. I'm talking about real good, solid cats. Yeah. That yeah. regardless of which way the wind blow, they're going to be present. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, man. Hey, I'm about 20, 30. Yeah. And as life would go and life would just journey down its different avenues, he was right. Right. But when I think about good people, it makes me think about my roommates, like and my brothers, man, like Mayo, Mayo, Rob, Ayers, yeah. you know, Gerard Mayo, that is linebacker coach for the Patriots, Robert Ayers, uh, Ramon Foster, Sinclair Cannon. And I got hurt. Oh, a lot of people knew I was hurt. Right. They knew the injury, but just the day to day. Even my father stepping up in that moment in a beautiful man, come way, come beautiful on, way, man. right? But man, I had trying to get me to get some tears. Man, I'm talking about, I'm daddy, talking about man. beautiful way, man. Huh? And I had so many incisions. Gold boy, you man. talking about gold boy? Gold boy, Robert Gold Boy Benton. You know what I'm saying? All hey, been the state. Check all been the state. This was the most days I probably stayed up under the same roof as my father. Yeah. See what I'm saying? See that's serendipity. I'm 20 years that's old. That's serendipity, sir. That's I'm 20 years old do, at this point. Right. This was the most days I stayed consecutively under the same roof as my father at 20, right? As a result of an injury. I had been under the same roof as my father, but when my injury happened, yeah. that was the first time I saw my father say, hey man, forget everything. Ain't. 
I'm going to come up here and I'm going to help you. That was the first time I experienced that in my life, right? And what it did to me was, I was like, whoa. I was like, God, I don't know what's going on. But I knew God was dealing with the moment, right? I didn't know what was going on, what was transpiring, but I knew, I'm like, God doing something with this? Because I ain't never seen my pops do that. Ever seen my pops say, hey, ain't. I'm going to be up here with you for the next month. Whatever you need, man. Washing clothes. Cooking food. Taking me to rehab. Man, I ain't never spent this type of time with my father. As a result of my injury. You feel what I'm saying? Like going to the store getting plastic bags. Because uh-huh. I had so many incisions on my body that I couldn't get wet. Yeah. He in the shower with one plastic bag. May on the other side. They tearing plastic bags. Put them over certain incisions. Going in my closet, tying my shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, man, these cats different. But it impacted me in such a way to where it allowed me first and foremost to look at my situation and realize that it was a lot bigger than me. Yes. It impacted yes. more people than me. Mm-hmm. But more so, I had people that was willing to stand there and fight with me. Like, yeah. that was, when I saw that, I was like, that's the essence of good people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When I wondered what it was... That's the essence of good people. Mm-hmm. Cats that had their own stuff going on, own situations, dropped everything and was like, nah, ain't cool. My dad had two daughters and a wife back in Atlanta. Thank God for his wife for saying, go be there with your son. I got you. I'm going to hold down the fort at home. Shout Change, out to Mary Benton. Change, yes, shout out to Mary Benton. Changed me and my father's relationship, right? Changed my perspective wow. of how I saw my father. Wow. Right? This moment. Wow. And so cats always hear me say I'm thankful for it. And cats are like, man, you, you thankful for that? You could be in the NFL right now today. You thankful for it? I'm like, bro, you talking NFL? I'm talking about me and my father's relationship, man. You talking NFL? You talking millions of dollars. I'm talking something you can't even put a price on. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't even put a price on what I'm talking about. But when people look at it, they think, Oh, you lost this, you did this, you lost. I'm like, but what did I gain? I gained something that you can't measure. I gained something that is far Google. more important. You can't than, Google that, bro. Come on, man. And so I had to ask you, I had to start it off with the importance of good people. Because I feel as if we live in a world that operates and is so transactional. Yeah. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? Yep. Even if a cat asks you how you doing today, a cat might not even really mean how you doing. Mm-mm. Cat just asking the question because it's protocol and that's what people say. Right. Like oftentimes, and I say it like I mean it. You know, right. that's how why I doing? always laugh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like how you feeling? You yeah. know, even my son and my daughter say it now. People be like, "What are these little kids talking about? How you feeling? How you feeling?" Like I'm really asking the question because I've been through some experiences in my life to where when I was going through this, it's the most solitude I've ever spent in my life. Mm-hmm. Right to where I would just be with my thoughts. And yeah. I would see people, pass people, see people. Hey, how you doing? Before I answer, they gone. I'm like, oh, that ain't really mean how it was. They were, just, right. they were saying, hey. Got it. Got it. Yeah. They ain't tripping. They just then there was other people that'll stop. Complete strangers. Sit down. Hey, man, how you doing? How the process going? That I don't even know. Right. Right? Both impacted me and affected and impacted the way that I live my life and how I treat people. Right. Yeah. You, 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 you hit a lot right there, man. You hit a lot. I just want to put 
a pen on because one of my life's missions, yes, sir, especially after I became an adult, is to highlight uh, men who are fathers. Yes, sir. Because I I was blessed, fortunate, whatever you want to call it. Elijah Mitchell is to this day a one beyond measure. You know, he transitioned March 26, 2002. And with you, a lot of, I was talking about uh, Kiwanis, who was with me at Forest Park. Um, all of my partners, I always say to them, man, relish, cherish that relationship you got with your dad. Yeah. And the reason I say that, because, you know, as a young cat, they're, they're, they're dad. They're, they're, they are your dad. Right. But once you become an adult and you can kind of walk in their shoes a little bit as a father to someone else, different. it hits so different. different. It's different, bro. And so, different. like, you know, Isaiah was two. Yeah. Amari was about to be born, my middle child. Mm. Josiah wasn't even thought about yeah. when 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 uh, my pops transitioned. So I I don't I'm not envy of it. Mm. I'm not mad about it. But I want to make sure that you guys relish the opportunity that you have to be a man, to stand and be a man, for your dad to look at you and be proud. Yeah, man. And to feel that. Yeah. For my man. dad to be proud of me. Yeah, man. Anybody, including mama, and don't, don't disrespect the mama. No doubt. No doubt. But it, it, it feels different when your yeah. dad is proud of you. No question. No question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so the gold boy, man, hey, yeah, much different. props, bye. It's different. Much man. props, much props. And, Double you know, that, that journey that y'all personally have had mm -hmm. from when even the time when I first met you, yeah. where you were mm -hmm. in relationship <laughs> yeah. with your dad, yeah. to where you are now. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. I bowed your feet, bro. <laughs> you I good, feet. man. I bowed your feet, too, Pops. You for good. real. No doubt. But that's, that's what this is about, them relationships right there. Yeah. yeah. That's what it means having good people around you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's funny, man, when you say that, I always say to people, I feel like one of the most common mistakes we make as people is thinking where we meet people is where they've always been. Right. Yeah. I think that's one of the most common mistakes we make. Right. When a person see a person or meet a person, wherever they at in their life. Right. And a person pass judgment or a person have thoughts, whatever the case may be, judge a book by its cover. I think that's one of the most common mistakes we make mm -hmm. because even the comment that you just said about fatherhood, right? And then when you become a father, yeah, that thing hit different. Come on, you start man. thinking about decisions totally different. You start thinking about actions totally different. When you yeah. young, you're a young whooper snapper, right? Yeah, somebody young boy. You're a young boy. Oh, you're a young boy. You don't. You don't get it. Yeah. You, you, you bullheaded, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You don't get it, you don't understand it, right? But when you get some experiences up under your belt, let alone, I firmly believe life always puts you either in a situation that's exact or similar to, mm -hmm. so you can understand it, right? Even if you're in a situation to where you encounter something with a person and you don't have that level of compassion that you should have or that level of empathy for that person. Right. Prime example. When Eric Berry went through cancer. Yes, sir. Right? Talk. Baller. Talk. Great talk. person. Incredible well, person. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Because I feel like we're about to go into a speech. We ain't going yeah, to a yeah. speech. <laughs> right. We're going to a speech. 
You got to tell. Yeah. You got to tell the folks who may not know the backstory of you and Eb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my that's my guy, man. But um, me and Eric, we met at Tennessee. Met prior to Tennessee, but we really locked in at Tennessee. And I just walk with him, man. Similar to how you walk with me. You know, goals, dreams, aspirations. He used to write them down and give them to me uh, when he got to Tennessee. And uh, very talented cat. And every goal he wrote down on paper, every dream he wrote down on paper and never gave to me, he accomplished at the yeah. University of Tennessee. Went on to go first round, fifth pick, and decided to wear number 29 with the Chiefs in honor of me. Yes, right? sir. Because of, he said, because of the impact that I had on him at Tennessee. Now, I didn't know. I was having that type of impact. I was just doing what you done taught and showed me to do, right, yes, in terms of our yes, encounter. And so that's always been like a little brother to me. And when he got hit with cancer in the NFL, you know, he was at the height of his career. So no. Cat had done so became no. all pro. All pro, highest guy. paid safety in the NFL history he, he twice. He was coming for Eric Reed. Yeah, twice, hey, man. He was coming for Eric Reed. He was coming yeah, for Tri Malu. He was coming for him. Coming and get hit with cancer. And uh, I never forget talking to him one day, and he was like, "You know, man, when you're in that type of position, like that he was in, a lot of people come at you, a lot of people share stuff with you, whether it be problems, situation, a lot of people pulling on you." And I never forget sitting with him one day, and he was like, "Going through cancer and experiencing that, it opened up his perspective to other people's situations." And I never forget him saying, "Like, man, ain't people really be going through it?" <laughs> i never forget him saying that. And he was like, pre-cancer, I just thought Cass was talking. Like, of course, I got a good heart and I care. But he was like, I never thought about it in a way that now I think about it after I encountered cancer. Right? It's like this situation changed me. Right. Not my physical appearance. It changed me. Mm -hmm. How I look at people. How I think about situations. Right? The level of empathy and gratitude and spirit that I go throughout my life with. And so when I hear you talk about that, man, it, it alters something in me just in terms of how I approach things and how I look at things, but also on a character standpoint, right? Yeah. I always say to cats, I was with Auburn basketball a few weeks ago, and I said character is not something we inherit. Character is mm. something we got to wake up every single day. We got to fight and we got to build it. Yes. yes. I said, it don't matter how tall your daddy is, you got to do your own growing. Right. And I read a quote. Oh, right, right. You got to do it for yourself. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's so crazy because old folks always say, man, you know, your mama and daddy can't get you to heaven. Mm. It's on you. Yeah. Ninety-nine and a half won't do. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. And a half, ninety-nine and a half won't do, bro. That's an A, bro. Huh? They say that's an A. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You got to give a. all 100. Yeah. You got to give all 100 to get the fullness of what you want. Yes, sir. Right? So... Nah, you can't go on nobody else's merit, man. Mm -hmm. I want to know what you think about when you hear this, Oak. It says, character is not a product of circumstances. It's the thing that survives it. Character is not a product of circumstances. It's the mm -hmm. thing that survives it. Because I can, I can make myself, I can get myself in a place, to a place where... Um, I can handle a circumstance. Right. Right. Whether by hook or by crook. <laughs> by hook or by crook. Right. Yeah. But on the backside of that, your character is going to shine through because of what you've been through. Right. 
you tried by fire. Mm-hmm. You you've been fortified. Yes, sir. So that's where the the you know it, it, we we got all the sands, the diamonds, pressure yeah. on the diamonds, whatever you come out shining. But if somebody were to see that that coal before it becomes a diamond, they're like, wow, you know, it, it's this color. Mm. It's the color this Ahab. Yeah. But then when you put it on your wife's finger, wow, it's bling yeah. bling. No or doubt. you put it around your neck, it's bling bling. No so doubt. the character is the result of going through the fire. Mm. Right? Yeah. So I I'll tell anybody, man, it's it just just go through. Yeah. Just go through. Go through. So go through. going through, keep going. Keep going. Go through. Because on the back side of it is where your glory comes, it's where your peace comes, all of those wonderful sayings and th- and being. But the, the the reality of the matter is that is where you're trying to get to. And once you get there, you're going to feel it. You're going to know it. Mm-hmm. Your talk is going to be different. Your walk is going to be different. Yeah. But most of us, most times, we we don't allow ourselves to go through it. We quit. Yeah. Or we alter the course of the river. Yeah. Right? That's the free will God gave us. Mm-hmm. We can't speed up the river or slow it down. But you have the ability to alter it yeah. by the decisions that you make. Absolutely. So when you get on the backside of it, of those decisions, that's where your character lies. Gotcha. Then you get the opportunity to evaluate your character. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is the person I want to be. Cool. Right. This is not the person I want to be. Guess what? Then you got to take your butt back, back through that fire. Yeah. And get on the backside of going through life happens, mm-hmm. going through cancer, going through heartbreak, going through divorce, going through you and the relationships of you and your father not being where it's supposed to be, whatever it may be. Yeah. You go through that. And then when you get on the backside of it, evaluate yourself, evaluate your character. Self-assess. This is the person I want to be. If it is, then you got that lesson. Then you don't have to go back. You don't have to send Kofa. Mm. You know, that's African terms in terms of you must go back. You must remember. Yeah. Right. Because why you got to go back and remember? Because you didn't get the lesson. Yeah. And life will keep presenting. It's going to keep presenting itself to you until you get it. Get it. Because life don't care about you personally. Right. Don't care how cute you are. Yeah. It doesn't. Our life. Life is going to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Cycle. Which is, you get the lesson, you move on. You don't get the lesson, I'm going to keep coming back. Yep. Different keep ways. Yep. Different ways. Yep. So anytime you're going through something, bro, as I told you when you, know, when you were younger, go through it, get it. If you don't get the fullness of it, mm-hmm. you're going to see it again. Absolutely. Until you get the fullness of it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's life. And what happens every time, that, that is what builds your character. Yeah. Going through something, get on the backside of it, evaluate it. Yeah. Evaluate where you are as a person. Absolutely. And then either you got to go back through it, and then guess what? Hmm. If you don't have to go back through it, then here comes the next, next. one. Absolutely. I said something um, on IG, and a cat asked me to clarify. And I said, um, it was a quote card. Mm-hmm. It said, let the hard things in life break you. Let them affect you. Right. Let them hit you. Let them break you in every piece of way, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let right. it let it affect you. Right. And um, it said, let it happen. And the cat was like, I need you to clarify. Break. Right. I don't want nothing to break me. 
And I was like, no, I wasn't talking about it like that. He was like, what did it mean? I said, it meant let it affect you. Mm -hmm. Like, feel life, your ability to feel life. Like, we go throughout life, and if you don't want anything to affect you, how can you sustain, or furthermore, how can you gain the level of character that you may need as you move forward and gravitate and have to navigate through different areas and aspects of life? Mm -hmm. Right? The quote says it. Every next level of my life demands a new version of me. Oftentimes, we got goals, dreams, and aspirations and want to acquire and do certain things, but you're still the old version of you. Yeah. You haven't grown, yep. right? In no sense of the word. You haven't experienced enough. That's the great thing about experiences. People are so afraid of experiences, but the great thing about experiences, you learn yeah. who you are, what you possess, what exactly. you will do. You learn from different situations, different scenarios. When you fail, you learn. Mm -hmm. When it doesn't go the way you want it to, when it goes the way you learn, right? How do you grow? You learn. How is character formulated and sustained? You learn, yes. right? Yes, and so sir. when it yes, says, sir. let the hard things in life break you and affect you, it's not saying let it break you to the point that you crumble. What it's saying is let it affect you. Yeah. So you can see what you possess as a person. Let it hit you in a way that it's never hit you before. So you can know what you would do as a person, right? You got me going down these rabbit holes in my head, man. So when, you, when, when uh, the person hits you up about let it break me, yeah. See, yes, let it break you. Mm. Because I first go to, what's your foundation? Right. It didn't say, it don't say let these situations, circumstances, whatever happened, uproot your foundation. Right. Right? Let it break you. Build a house, tear the house down. Build a house, burn it down. Build a house, bulldoze it over. Doesn't matter. But what is still going to be there, that slab of concrete. Foundation. That's what I'm about. Yeah. Like, if I, I'm about pouring the concrete, yeah, pouring the concrete into you, yeah, you, I don't care where you go. Where you going today, Ink man? I got to fly to Washington. I got to fly yeah. to woo woo woo. Fly on there, man. Yeah, fly yeah. on. Yeah, because I know the concrete been pulled. Yeah, the sky blue down there in in, in uh, Harris County. The sky blue yeah. flow that concrete when he pour it right in that good slab right there. Mm -hmm. You put whatever you want on it. Yeah. So we in the business of pouring concrete, man. Pouring concrete. We're in the business of setting a foundation. Yeah. Like, that's what we do as fathers. That's what we do as men. That's what women do as mothers. Yeah. They pour in the concrete as teachers. Mm -hmm. We pour in the concrete. Yeah. So once you, once you pour the concrete, what you do and, and what kind of house you build, I don't care. It's good. You want a ranch style or two-story, yeah. three-story, go ahead. Have at it. Yeah. That's your business. As long as the foundation The is foundation. You can go down there to Rick Ross house down there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fairville, Fairfield, yeah. Fairfield, tear it down. Yeah. What you're not going to tear down mm. is that foundation. Yeah. You're not. And, and that's where the focus is. In life with young people, the foundation is what? Morals, principles, values. Yes. Things that's instilled within them every single day. What you instill in them every day. Yeah. Though, though, that's your foundation. The foundation is your, your belief or really, if we get to the rat killing of the matter, your foundation is faith, hope, and love. Got you. Right? Yeah. You, you ride with those three right there. First and foremost, and once you, once you get that entrenched in your heart, mm -hmm. go have success. Go have failure. Mm -hmm. Right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter if you succeed or if you fail. Because your concrete been pulled. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The contract yeah. with God has been written yeah. in blood. By your ancestors, by your forefathers, foremothers. Mm -hmm. So you get the opportunity to go out and be Inca Johnson. Right. Miss Ruby did her work. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Robert yeah. did his work with God so that you can go and experience and do whatever it is you want to do. Mm. Have success or not. Right. So now, little Jada and little Inky, they are able to go out and do whatever they want to do because you and Allison done pulled the concrete for them. Yeah. Yeah. They can build whatever house they want to. Mm-hmm. Pull the concrete. Man, lay that concrete. <laughs> Sky Blue, lay that concrete, Sky Blue. It's like my uncle say to me every time I talk to him, he say, hold it in the road. Hold it in the road, man. And I know what that means. You know what I'm saying? He ain't talking about the calm drive and hold yeah. it in the road. He's yeah. saying, hey, man, stay focused. Yep. Right, keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Wherever you go, ink, hold it in the road. Right, yeah. and I know what that means. He's been telling me that since, and I've been like fifteen. See, right? people people may get you know they get fascinated, maybe maybe not by these colloquialisms we're saying, um, differences, whatever. But at the end of the day, the principle is the principle. Right. You got to be grounded in something. Yeah, and find me a tree that grew that didn't grow down first. Mm. Yeah. If you do, Break root. it down, Oak. Cats I'm just need, saying. Cats need to hear that. Go ahead, man. Go into that. Cats listen, need to listen, hear that. Listen, man. Go into that, man. You know where I grew up down there in, in on Power Road and Woodland? It's a lot of pecan trees. All right. So how do you think they fertilize pecan trees? Hmm. How would you fertilize a pecan tree? Right? Yeah. Most people think when you fertilize something, what you're supposed to do? You go around, go to the tree, mm-hmm. and put the fertilizer down, right? Yeah. That's what most people think. Yeah. Nah, man. You go out to the branch that is farthest away from the tree, hmm. and you get you a circle. Yeah. And you fertilize that. Hmm. Fertilize the the depths of the radius. How how far the radius is from the center of the tree. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Why? Because that's how far the roots are. Wow. You yeah. can't see it. All you you got the you got the visualization of the limb. Yeah. That's your, that's your children. Mm. You can see them. Yeah. But what you can't see is that great great grandmother. Mm. That's what you're fertilizing. Yeah. So you go and fertilize out there, and guess what that tree gonna do? Mm. It's gonna grow. That's good. That's why you pay homage to the ancestors. That's, that's good. fertilizing the tree, bro. That's good. Now you can go eat your pecan, put them things, get you some butter pecan and ice cream. You good, man? That's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. So. That's that's what we're about. That's what we're about. That's that's like point. That's akin to pouring the concrete. Yeah, fertilize the tree. You go fertilize at the base all you want to. Guess what? It it's not going to get to where it needs to get to in order to grow. I didn't know that, man. Yeah, you taking me to school on that. Go out to the farthest reaches. And the cats that told me that ain't been to nobody college. Mm. Ain't school, been to nobody college. Nobody college. Life. Life. So I'm trying to. So you go out to the all this branch. Find the branch. Look at the tree. However far the 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 branches are, right? Yeah. Go to go to that distance from the center. Get you a circle. Hmm. Dig. They dig a hole. I mean, not a hole, but a trench around the circle. That's what you fertilize. Fertilize. Cover it up, and it going down into the ground, and it's gonna meet the roots. Wow. That's deep. I, I, okay, you can call it what it yeah, is. I'm just saying, that's why that's I'm deep. always paying homage to my ancestors, bro. Yeah. And, and because we're trying to fertilize the base of the tree, yeah. right, we can't grow. Mm. You yeah. fertilize the ancestors. I got to pay homage to those folks who were on that slave ship mm-hmm. that decided to stay on. 
And I got to pay homage to the folks that were on that slave ship who decided to go swim with the sharks too. Because mm. without either one of them, I wouldn't be here. You wouldn't yeah. be here. You wouldn't be the cat that you are. Yeah. They got to get the honor. They got to get the glory. They got to get the acknowledgement. Do you think oh, most cats caught, or whether they caught it or not, in the movie Black Panther when Michael B. Jordan said what he said? Bury me. Yeah. With my ancestors. Yeah. Nah. Because we don't, we, I don't know if we, uh, Dr. Daniel Black, Baba, got a book called The Coming. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm promoting everybody and everything. <laughs> the Coming. Pick it up. Please. Clark Atlanta University. Yes. The yes, great. Sir. Dr. Daniel Black, yeah. but it, 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 it chronicles, it's sort of like Amistad, gotcha. uh, you know, it chronicles the Middle Passage. Okay. And the things we don't think about, when you're talking about your dad and Mayo, mm. like your day-to-day just trying to take a shower, yeah. right? Um, being on the Middle Passage, like what was that like for an individual? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You my butt, me and you together, I met you, you know, when I was 23, you were 13. And then the next day or the next week, we take him from each other. Mm. I never get to see you again. Yeah. How does that feel, bro? Yeah. How does that change the course of life? Your mom, you taking from your mom. Mm-hmm. How you know how you would feel, but imagine how she would feel. Yeah. Your wife taking from you right now. Mm. And they and that feeling, just if you put yourself in that moment of that feeling. And then having the fortitude to carry forth. Mm-hmm. Dang, I ain't got my mama. Yeah. But I still got to live life. I still got to be this father to somebody, this uncle to somebody. Mm. And you on, you know, you on the plant, you on the plantation, whatever. And then tomorrow, nephew gone. Nephew got to go. Cause nephew twelve. Nephew can make a whole lot of money. Yeah. For somebody, right? Right. But how does it make you feel? Right. Psychologically, that's Yes, that's what I'm talking about. It's damaging. Yes. You know what? You know what so, I just thought about when you said that? Like, I'm speaking to our community, right? Uh-huh. Because that's where I come from. When you said that, it made me think about back during those times, let's say if a father was snatched from his family or something happened with a spouse, mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. They came to get the wife to do whatever they was going to do with the wife. Right, we know. Yes, right? yes, yeah. And the father was present and couldn't do anything about they it. Had to witness it. Had to witness it. The psychological damage that is not only doing to him, but to her. You, 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 you want me to talk on it? I'm going to be quiet. Carry forth, sir. So that, to me, this is my thought process. This no. is not one of those it is. This is just my, my thought. That's why somewhere in a woman's head, she can tell her husband, you ain't Tish. Hmm. She can be disrespectful to him. That's why in my head, a dude can look at a woman, his wife, and feel like, oh, you just less than. Hmm. Because the experiences they had to endure. Hmm. Right? Yeah. It's all a figment of your imagination. It's all psychological. None of this is real. Right. Right. But because of these experiences, oh, my man can't even protect me. Yeah. So 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 eventually, if you're going to feel what kind of way about him, mm-hmm. if things go sideways, yeah. I mean, you're not he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Mm. You can't assume the positive with him no. because he wasn't there to protect me. Yeah. Yes. 
she she going to do this, that and the other with these folks down here. Not know, you know, you know, she was forced to do it, knowing that it wouldn't be her choice if she had it. But it still happened. Yeah. So in order for me to even stay sane, I got to create in my head something against you. Mm hmm. Because if not, I would go crazy because I can't protect my own. Yeah. She would go crazy if she didn't somewhere in her head fixate it to be like, okay, I'm just going to, I just got to endure this. But what does it do, do to a person's spirit? What does it do to a person's psyche? Mm-hmm. That's what you're passing down from generation, generation, generation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the fact that we still here, we some amazing people, bro. We are mm-hmm. the children of Africa. We are the descendants of a very great people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that means when we said it every day. Yeah. Not as yeah. cute. Yeah. Nah. I got you. Then I now I'm looking at you, my wife, I'm looking at my wife sideways the next day when we wake up, got to go eat breakfast before we got to go out in the field, right? Right. Then why are the children looking at her? I'm looking at you sideways, so what are the children looking at? Hmm. That's why I say the sexism thing is more important than the racism, racism. thing. Yeah. Because it affects everything in my household, right? Hmm. I'm about to care about that. Yeah. That's external. That's external. Right. The internal is my relationship with my wife, right. my relationship with my kids, my relationship with women mm-hmm. as a man, right. and vice versa. That's internal. Right. Right? I ain't trying to clean up your house. I got to clean up mine mm-hmm. before I do anything out there. Race is out there. Race deals with them. Yeah. Sexism deals with us. Right. So, yeah. but that's just one example yeah, one that's example. Good, like man. I think about man riding down when we go to New Orleans, riding down through Alabama or go through Mississippi, and you see a cotton field. Mm-hmm. And it would take you can only pick two rows. It would take you all day to pick two rows of cotton. Mm. Two? Ain't people two? <clears throat> all day? Yeah. And you working like a dog, and then you come back and you only get a quarter. Quarter. A quarter, sir. So psychologically, you're like, golly, my my work and my worth is a quarter? Come on now. Wrap your mind around that. Check check this out, Oak. So, you know, we bought the property in the country. Mm -hmm. Going toward Augusta. The reason I was looking at my phone, I was trying to see that I have a picture of it. But we bought a property. Across from the property... That we purchased cotton field. Yes, sir. Directly, come out. We come out the gate, cotton field, miles long, right? We got this property, right? So one day I go to the mailbox. I'm just looking at it. So I go over and I take a couple pieces of it. I bring it back in the house. One day, friend comes over, comes in the house, got a couple stems of cotton. Sitting right there on the mantle by the fireplace. First thing you see. Man, you got some cotton in here? Oh, you got some cotton in here, man. Right? I was like, what's your thoughts about it? He's like, why you got some cotton in here? Like, cotton field. Like, why you got some cotton in here? I was like, man, I think about the ancestors. Yes, sir. Right? That's what I think about. Personally, in the county that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Right? The home that I just purchased. Directly across from it is a cotton field. But the reason I got the cotton is because every single day I think about my ancestors. Yes, sir. 
When I get up and I walk into this room and I see the cotton, it makes my mind go to a certain space and place. Mm -hmm. When I walk out of my door, my disposition is different. And so where one might see it and think, man, you got some cotton in here? Why you got some cotton in here? And I see it, I think strength. Yes, perseverance. Perseverance, yes. resilience, yes. mentality, yes. work ethic, Talk, boy. no excuses, Talk. dedication, commitment, yes, purpose, yes. serving, doing something mm-hmm. with really no reward, Yep. right? Being forced to do something. You can put a cat in a, in a strawberry patch for fun on a field trip. Give him a basket. Say, bro, go pick strawberries. Man, cat will be coming to the bus in five minutes. Yep. Like, man, I can't pick no strawberries. I got to pick strawberries in the sun. But your ancestors mm-hmm. picked cotton. Mm-hmm. My grandmother yeah. did it. You my know what I'm saying? Aunt, my auntie did my it. grandmother yeah. did it. Yeah. I'm with right? you. Down Washington County, Augusta, Thompson, Georgia. She did it. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the option to quit. And so if you see a young person in a strawberry patch, you got the option to stop. But you picking strawberries for fun. Right. That, think that about you the spi- that you're going to eat. Think about the spirit that had to pick and do something in the sun every single day. And you couldn't quit. Right. No matter how tired you were, no matter how much your feet blistered, no matter how much you was bleeding, no matter how you felt, no matter if you were sick, no matter if you were pregnant, no matter what the conditions were, you could not stop. But the spirit and disposition and mentality that you got right now, you can go pick strawberries for fun that you're going to eat and you still going to quit. Like, what type of cloth you made out of? Do you even remember? Yep. That's it. That's the whole point. Just the cotton, like right now, you go in the little vehicle I got right now. In the backseat, there's some cotton that come out the cotton field. Mm-hmm. So every time I open the door, I'm, I'm with you on it. Every time I open the door, even regardless of what life throws at me, I open the door, boom, ancestors. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you, ancestors. I got you. I got to pay what I owe. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about American money either. I got to pay what I owe. My spirit got to pay what I owe. Pay what you owe. Pay what you owe. Pay what you owe with your spirit. Don't get me started talking about that, you know, the, the finances. That is what it is. I'm yeah. talking about pay what you owe with your spirit. With your pay spirit. what you owe, man. I got you. The folk, folks did some things, sacrificed some things. They signed a contract with God and blood for you. Yeah. You are you are the negotiations of your contract of the contract between your folks and God. Yeah, you are that. Yeah, you know they wear they wear the shirts now. What is they? Or the gear now that says uh, somebody got it out and it's dope. It's actually a dope saying. It says something like "I am my ancestors' wildest dreams." Yes, something like that. Yes, yes. Right? yes. Somebody got that gear out there. Yeah. It's dope. I'm their it's prayer. Dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's dope. I, I I am that. Yeah, you know I just. For me, it's like I, I'm the negotiation between my ancestors and God. Mm-hmm. I'm that product. So then, what responsibility do I have? Yeah. Only and and because they both signed the contract, then my responsibility is to both of them, mm. to God and my ancestors. Yeah. Remember it. Remember it. Saying go go back and remember, man. Let's get into this rapid fire, man. Oh Jesus. Oh, I want to I want to start it off with the word you just said, Sankofa. I know what it means, but break it down to us. Saint Um You 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 gotta I, I I believe just just live in the past so you can excel in the future. Yes, sir. Live in your past, meaning live there, study there, understand everything that happened and came before you. 
then that's when you can excel going forward. Yeah. I ain't, ain't, ain't think about the past. I don't want to deal with that, whatever. Then it's going to be some missteps. It's going to be some things that you miss that as you're going forward, then you're going to have to be somebody saying, Kofa. Yeah. They're going to have to live in their past, which is you. Right. And the places in which you, uh, you know, misstepped or places that you missed. So to me, Sankofa is most important because I want to live in the past so I can excel in the future. That's good. I dig that. I hit buddy the mic. <laughs> so um, we done did this thing so many times. Let me see what I got for you. We're going to do two words. We'll do two words. We'll do two. We'll do two. We'll do two. Um, University of Tennessee. University of Tennessee, Rocky Top. The hill. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, Tennessee changed me in a good way. Like, I believe, I believe our lives change multiple times, right? Right, right. Like, oftentimes when we say, man, that changed me, we speak to a specific incident. But I believe it's several instances and experiences throughout life that change us, whether that be for the better or for the worse. But Tennessee was a place, man, amazing experience. Uh, opened me up to, you know, things that I never imagined. But forever grateful for it, you know, for a number of reasons, not just football. I'm grateful for the University of Tennessee because of how they treated me after I got done mm, playing mm, football. Mm, talk to me, man, right? real quick. I know. Talk because you me. know how college athletes are, man. When you play and you produce in most places or institutions, they praise you, right? right. They like it. Hey, man, great. He's doing great. You playing ball. You bringing them revenue. Right? You're doing great. You're bringing good recognition to that place. But a lot of times when athletes are done in different institutions, they're not always looked at, praised, or treated the same. And so one of the things, I'm going to just be real about it, one of the things I feared after my injury was when I'm done playing, will they treat me the same? Mm -hmm. Right? Will they still stand on their word and fulfill my scholarship? Let me continue my education. Right. Will they still do right by me? That was one of my main concerns. And after my injury, they stood tall, man. Right. They Coach, did even more. Coach Farmer. Stood tall, man. Philip Fulmer, forever grateful for you in my book. Yeah. Solid as a rock. Yeah. My dude, yeah. they stood tall, man. And so the last one, Oak, to take us out. Um, failure. The best thing since sliced bread. Mm. I promise you. Yeah. I promise you. Because it teaches you everything that you need to know going forward and how to become a master of something and how to become successful at something and how to gain your peace and how to get closer to God. You, failure is a necessary ingredient, the most important ingredient yeah. to success. So again, we're going back to this duality where we, we live in this binary system mm -hmm. here in America where, you know, it's either or, yeah. right? Failure is just as important as success. Mm. It's not I'm trying to become successful. It's not I'm trying to fail. I'm trying to exist with both of them. That gets me to my peace. That gets me to the place of being as close to God as possible in the physical realm. I got to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In the simplest terms. So if I'm talking to young people, I was like, you got to feel so you can understand how important, how good it feels to succeed. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Me, personally, sports is my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Back here a while ago, where it was 26-3? to Yeah. In the Super Bowl? And we lost? Mm. And that feeling? Yeah. Saturday night? Yeah. We going to the World Series? Yes, sir. You not think I'm going to have the same energy, passion that I had when we were down and failing to New England? Yeah. I'm going to exude that same excitement and mm-hmm. winning and going to the World Series? Yeah. It's the same thing to me. Yeah. It's the same passion. Yeah. It's the same emotion. <laughs> yeah. The same way I, I wanted to fight when we lost that Sunday night is yeah. the same way I want to fight now in celebration <laughs> of these young Thundercats out there on that baseball field, man. Getting I love done. it. Love it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yes, sir. Two are going rolling right, throwing back over to the other side of Jalen yeah. and, and uh, to win the national championship over my Bulldogs. Yeah. That, was the same, that, that happened in the same calendar year or February, then round back to the, the January. Yeah. So I've been down, failure. Mm-hmm. And people may not understand like how important sports is to me. That's my life. Yeah. yeah. Because that is the avenue in which I go through to reach people. Mm. That is the avenue in which I meet meet God. Yeah, through sports. Yeah, so it's 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 everything to me. I I can't <laughs> teach a math lesson without talking about sports. <laughs> so it, it's all that to me, right? Yeah. So failure is just as important to me as success. Yes, sir. And that's what I mean when I get to the place when I always say, I really believe Steph Curry don't care if he make or miss the shot. Mm. Just do it right. Yeah. Just have the right fundamentals. So failure, success, same thing. Mm. If you can meet both those two imposters the same way, yes, sir. Now you've mastered what it means to be a man or a woman. Mm. Yes, sir. I'm gonna be quiet. Hey, man, we dropped the mic. Oh, that's it. That's it. We appreciate y'all, man. Oak just took us out, wrapped us up, dropped the mic, let it be known. We greatly appreciate the support. Thank you all guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Peace.